Blog Talk Radio. Radio show here on blogtalkradio.com. I am Laura Stinchfield, the host of your show, and my website is thepetpsychic.com. All of you check it out. So I, my co-host, is um, manning the chat room today, but she's not going to be on air because she couldn't find a place with good enough Wi-Fi, so she will be missed, um, but she should be back next week um, live on the air. So for all of you, I am the pet psychic. I can hear animals telepathically that are living now as well as those who have crossed over. And uh, I dedicate this show to teaching all of you um, how to communicate to animals and how to understand um, animals better. This show is for you and your animals, so they listen too. So tell them to pay attention. Um. So, to call into the show, you can call into 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. And that's how you call into the show. And you can post your animal's picture on our Facebook page, which is um, Pet Psychic Radio. So, it's Facebook.com, Pet Psychic Radio. And I watch that page um, and look for the animals. So when I'm talking to your animals, I can see their picture, too. It helps me. Um, I don't need it, but I like to see who I'm talking to. So um, it's kind of a fun thing to do. And you guys can log on to um, – and lo- remember to like the page, okay? We want to get lots of likes. So like our um, Pet Psychic Radio page and spread the word about it. And I try and post there every day something that um, an animal in my travels has said. So it's kind of fun to check out that page during the week, too. Um, And so you can also get onto the chat room. And I believe what you do is go to the home page of Blog Talk Radio. And on the right-hand sidebar, there should be um, a little area that says, like, chatting now or something. And just scroll down and look for uh, the Pet Psychic Show or Pet Psychic Radio. And and then you can get into our our, uh, chat room. So we're going to go right ahead and take some calls. And uh, we're going to take Nancy first. And Nancy, you are on the air. Hi, Laura. Hi, Nancy. I'm How's so happy going? you're taking my call. Thank you. Of, of course. So for all of you, Nancy is uh, our wonderful friend who books all our guests on the radio show. And, and she is big into rescue. And she has how many dogs do you have now that are in rescue? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. At any time, there's probably 10 or 20. 10 or 20 animals that need homes. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Nancy is their guardian. She's quite amazing. So, But you're calling in today, Nancy, about doodles, right? Can you tell us about doodles? <laughs> uh, doodles is a uh, golden retriever mix. And he's about eight years old, and he was dumped um, two or three times. Not quite sure of his whole background. I think the last time they were having a baby or something. Anyway, he uh, we introduced him into the assisted living home where my mother is, and he's doing quite well. He's adjusting to all those hundreds of people coming and going. But he's got a problem with a couple of the staff members there. And he's growling, and uh, he's not a biter or anything, but he's making them very nervous, and one girl in particular is very nervous. And I'm afraid if they don't get him a trainer, or if you know someone in the Sami Valley area that's a good trainer to propose, that would be great. But if he doesn't get some help, I'm afraid they might kick him out, and then he, I don't know where he would go. So, uh, but he gets along with, like, all the elderly people. And he gets oh, along. yeah, yeah. And, they love he, him. Oh, that's so, it's so strange. So it'll be interesting to find out why, why has he picked some people out? And it's like, 
Will he go over to them to growl, or is it only when they walk by him? Do you know? Um, well, I was there the other night, and I did notice him in action. I heard him growling, and there was one particular um, young lady, and she was sort of stuck in place, and she was just standing there, and he was uh, he he was just holding his ground. He likes to sit right behind the receptionist, right in fr- you know when you first go in the front door, and. He he was actually out and he was gra- he there's like a growl but not a not like he would threaten and approach the girl just very I don't know protective or something and she looked scared and then there's one um, male staff member he's doing it with too otherwise the you know uh, all the residents are fine and then people who visit they're fine too I you know and when so I walk in I get like- right on the floor with him. <laughs> Yeah, so he's happy to see other people. He's not indifferent with strangers. He's happy to see them. That's true. He is adjusting, though. He's very shy. He's probably going to take a while to adjust. He's only been there about three weeks. Okay, let's get him. Thank you. Doodles, the uh, golden retriever. Well, I do get scared. At some people, they frighten me. I don't like people who lean over me showing their teeth. (laughs) Doodles, honey, maybe they're smiling at you. Maybe they're not showing their teeth in aggression because people body language and animal body language is different. So maybe when they're leaning over showing you their teeth, they're smiling. I want them to stay farther away. And I also don't trust what they have in their pockets. What do you think they have in their pockets? Are they are they nurses too? Uh they're well they're staff members. They you know, they're uh, attendants. They're not some of the nurses are that go around with the meds, they uh haul a you know, a trunk behind them. So now they have their phones or usually their phones are in their pocket. Huh. Doodle Tenny, it's just their phone in their pocket. Well, I don't like them. So what should we tell him? So that there are going to be some people that that might remind him of other people in his life, because that's probably what's happening, is that, that those people are reminding him of somebody in his past. And what he has to remember is that, that, every, that if he wants to stay where he is, he needs to be friendly to everybody or indifferent, right? Because he doesn't need to, like, Say hello to everybody, right? You no, can walk no. Away. Sure. So, but but growling is not allowed. He's not there to be protective. You're only there to be the greeter and to be to give people companionship. Do you understand that, Doodles? That that's your job there is to give people companionship. I feel like I have to keep everybody safe. No. You don't have to keep everybody safe. You just have to be everybody's friend. And these people, if they scare you for some reason, you just turn and you walk away. They work there. It's not your job. And even if there is something up with them, right, like even if there's something funny up with those people, it's not his job. That's someone else's job to watch that. He doesn't need to watch that. What should I do if they want to pet me? Or if they want to feed me. If they feed me, should I take food from them? Yes, right? Uh, he's not really supposed to take food. They're trying to train. They train them only to take food from the staff who feeds them. Because otherwise, they'd get into the dining room and that wouldn't be any good. Oh, okay. So It's not a good idea. Most people will not feed him. Okay, so these people, because I wonder if they've tried to get these people to feed him. Uh, to, like, make him feel more confident. Oh, I doubt it. I don't know. They, the only one who should do that is the girl that sits at the desk. Okay. The only Tell him one Rosalind who... is in charge of him. Rosalind is in charge of him, the girl at the desk in yeah, the daytime. The girl, the girl at the desk is in charge of you, and so don't take food from anyone else who normally feeds you, just the person who normally feeds you. And then the other people, you just walk away. 
I sort of want more food. I'll tell them. Okay. He's already a little chunky. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Maybe you can have more vegetables or something. <laughs> like something that won't put weight on him. If I see those people and they come towards me and I feel like growling, what do I do instead? Blink your eyes, you look away, and then you walk away. You get out of their way. If ever you feel like you are don't want to be around somebody, you just walk away. And they won't pull me back? No, right? These people no. won't. No, no. No, his job is just to have fun and to enjoy people. Just to have fun. Maybe we could play some more games of ball. <laughs> Tell him okay. 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 So I want to hear back from you, Doodles, about how good you're doing. So when you see anyone who makes you want to growl, you just remember my job is to be friendly, and you lick and yawn and blink your eyes and walk away. So, Nancy, will you mm -hmm. call us back and let us know how he does? Sure. I absolutely will. Thanks, Laura. Thank you so much. Sure, Nancy. But also tell everybody, like, if they if they want to find out about any of the dogs that you have for up for adoption, where do they go? How do they find out about them? Uh, well, they're, they're scattered. Uh, um, it's usually, well, we're on a big network. That's the problem. They can, uh, well, you can, my name's posted on there. You can put my email on there. Anyone can contact me. I There are many, many dogs. Yeah, in Southern California, right? Mhm, mm or in the immediate area or anywhere actually anywhere we're all it's all over the United States, but uh we can certainly find them any kind of dog they want on this network uh anywhere in yeah in California okay, great love well, it love your, it. Tell them to contact me, put my email address on uh if that's fine to put it on the website. Thank you, you thank you for taking the time the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, Nancy. Thanks for calling in. thank you, bye bye. Bye. Okay. And so now we are going to go to Mindy, who is, um, oh, Mindy might be the mom. Let's see. Mindy, you are on the air. Hi, Laura. I'm, are you Mindy or Haley? I'm Mindy. <laughs> You're Mindy. Okay. Yeah. So tell us what's going on with Haley. Well, Haley passed away on May 31st. Oh. Um, she was 13. We we had to put her down. She We're not sure what, I mean, she had this blood disorder that gave her severe anemia, but we never really found out what was causing the anemia. I think that she probably had cancer. Um, her spleen and her liver were both enlarged, but um, she went down so quickly. It was just, you know, a, a day a day or two. Oh. Yeah, so, you know, just very sad. And I just wanted to sort of, you know, I was hoping that she had an easy and, and, and painless transition. And I just want to um, know if there's anything that she would like to say to me or, you know, I'm just hoping that she had a good, happy life. Oh, okay, let's see. Let's get Haley. And she is, what is she exactly? Is she a... a um. um She's a she's about a ten pound Yorkie Pomeranian mix, but she certainly looked more like a Yorkie. She she was black and white, and um, I yeah I had sent you a picture. I'm sure yeah you I remember. see her picture, but I wanted everybody else to know what she looks like. Okay um, yeah okay. yeah. Really Let's cute. get Haley and see how she's doing on the other side. Okay. You know what she says. I was kind of scared, and I felt tired, mm. and I thought, you know what, this isn't good for me anymore, mm. and my mom pet me, and she said, little girl, it's time for you to go, and I felt like crying. But then I kind of felt like a warm breeze around me. 
and I felt like this is going to be okay. When I went to heaven, I went fast. Have you ever seen like a bug that lights up? I kind of felt like I went like that. Where do you guys live? We live in um, Bend, well, Redmond, Oregon. Oh, yeah. I have a good friend that lives there. Oh. That's where my horse came from. Jubilee came from Redmond. You're kidding. My gosh. She did. So, um, So you don't have fireflies there, though, do you? No, I don't think so. How does she know about bugs that light up? I don't know. That's so funny. Maybe if they light up, if they go in the light or something. Maybe if they're outside and they go in the light. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's true. I think moths tend to sort of look like they're lit up when they're in the light. I don't know. It was a pretty feeling. Oh. And, Mom, i got to tell you something. You're in heaven. It's a bundle of joy. (laughs) I can drag around a toy. And I can trot right behind you. And sometimes when I eat, I sit right next to you. And I kind of feel like you're just handing me food. Oh, my God. And also what happens is I kind of snuggle up to you. So when you're sleeping... I push my ear up against your face, and I let you just smell me. And here in heaven is really nice. There's no sadness. And if you ever want a mom, there's lots of them that come running. I feel you all the time. And I want you to know I had the best life with you. Oh, my God. And I hear you singing still. Do you sing to her? Well, not really to her, but I guess I I kind of would just sing around the house a little bit. Oh, that's nice. She was really my dad's dog. She was Well, she was first my mom's dog, and she died of Alzheimer's. And then my dad took over taking care of her. And I was basically in charge of, like, her feeding and, every, you know, taking care of her health-wise. But I was in and, in and out of the house because I'm a pet sitter. So, mm. really, Dad was her main caregiver, but um, well, I, we were we both very close. Have you seen your mom? Have, oh, you seen, yeah. have you seen your mom, Haley? Oh. Oh, yeah, of course I have. <laughs> She's always making me walk fast. <laughs> she says, in heaven, you got to walk fast. <laughs> and she funny. also doesn't mind getting her hands dirty. Oh, she was a gardener. Why should I see her gardening? Oh. Well, it looks like if she died when she, like, sometimes I look for inner meetings, like, Sometimes it takes a little while to kind of think about, like, what does everything mean, you know? Because you get, like, these flashes of pictures and, like, little phrases, and there's just things that come popping into my head. And then you kind of have to think, like, what does it all mean? So, like, saying that she walked fast, you know, you'd think, like, did she walk fast in life? Or, like, at the end, was she walking really slow and that she wants to give you a message that now she can walk really fast and she can have, like, forward motion? Yes. I mean, I think my dad and I are both really fast walkers, and oh. she was a she was a pretty fast walker. So, you know, yeah, we would just go, you know, clipping along. And be, because she had anemia, she certainly slowed down and was not really even walking at all at the oh. end. So what she's saying to you, too, is like, hey, it's like, sweetheart, don't worry. Like, I'm walking fast here. I'm gardening. Because I always feel like when when we when we talk about the – when the animals talk about people that they see on the other side, it's for two different reasons. It's for, one, so the animal is telling you, like, I'm not alone. I'm seeing your mom. Like, we're together. Like, don't worry about me. 
But then, like, how they describe the person on the other side is a message, I think, for the for the owner or the client who I'm talking to. So the fact that she's saying to your mom that she's, like, not scared of getting her hands dirty, like, she's able to, like, garden again and she's able to walk fast and so she's telling you that she's doing well on the other side. Oh, which I, God. I think is really important. Yeah. So oh. neat. Well, thanks so much for calling in today. Thank you so much, Laura. Oh, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Okay, take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay. So now, who is the lucky number three or two? Um, we're going to do Kim uh, with Ricky. You are on the air. Hi, Laura. Hi, Kim. Hi. This is Christina Napick's sister. Oh, how are you doing? Good? <laughs> I'm good. Okay, so hi. tell me, what's going on? So you've got a six-year-old pit mix? Yes, Ricky. He had um, what we think was a bacteria infection. He kept getting the same um, abscess on his back, right, at the base of his tail over and over and over. And they kept treating him with antibiotics and wouldn't go away. And then finally, I asked him to test it for bacteria, and it came back yes. So they put him on a different antibiotic. And the abscess hasn't come back, but since then, he just hasn't looked right. His and his coat and just the way he looks at me and his gums will get really pale and then they'll get pink again and they'll get pale again. So I started giving him the um, superfood like Christina gives to Lacey and it seemed like it. he started to feel better but now he's limping every once in a while and I don't know what that is. I'll bet everybody out there knows what I'm going to tell you. What? You've got to get him adjusted by a chiropractor. Okay. Because um, if he's out anywhere, that can affect his whole neurological system. It can affect his immune system. So, and if he's limping, so you can, if you get him adjusted, it will bring his whole body back into balance. So, like, okay. whenever there's like a chronic problem, or whenever a problem first appears on one of my animals, the first thing I do is go get them adjusted. Because it can solve so many issues. So I would definitely okay. do that with him. But let's talk okay. to him. And so is he on antibiotics now? No. It's been about uh, three months. Okay, let's get him. And so he's a pity mix, and he's black and white. And I'm looking at his picture on Facebook. He's super cute. He's got blue mm-hmm. eyes, and and um, half of his face is black, and this other half is white, and he's just, you got a little happy picture of him on Facebook. Yeah, um, he usually is a very happy dog. Okay, let's get let's see how Ricky feels. Ricky, how are you feeling? So for all of you out there too, it's like you guys can do this too with pictures. If you look at an animal's picture and um and kind of think about them, think about what they look like and just sort of tune into them, you can get a lot about their personality. Um, and just sort of ask them to talk to you, and you might be surprised at what you get back. And mm-hmm. it's one of the ways how I first started practicing when I was first learning how to do this. I would just, like, look at random pictures or pictures of my friends' animals, pictures of animals I didn't really know, but I knew the owners, and I just started doing that and, and getting feedback from people. Okay, mm-hmm. let's, let's talk to Ricky. Yeah, I don't feel good at all. Sometimes my elbows feel like they're going to buckle under. I feel really weak in the front. And my mouth is like hot in mouth. And when I poop, my tail hurts. Oh, that's where the abscess was. It means it like stings. And I don't like that feeling. I think what I need is more meat. Like I really, I really like hamburger meat. <laughs> I like hamburger meat so much that whenever I eat it, I just feel so good about myself. Do you feed him hamburger meat? 
Well, I do dog rescue, and the, my the last two dogs I had had stomach issues, so I would make them hamburger meat and rice, and of course I'm going to give him some of it, but I don't do it unless I have a dog here. <laughs> That's so funny. He's like, that I want hamburger so meat. That's so cute. That is so cute. He says, no, seriously, it is so much better for me. <laughs> When I'm eating it, I feel like I see better. What do you feed them normally? Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. Well, normally I just give them dry dog food, um, you know, like a grain-free dog food, and then we add olive oil and then the superfood on top of it. Oh, good. Maybe you should add some fresh meats to it. I guess so. Add some fresh meats and add some fresh vegetables. You know, he doesn't usually eat them, though. And you grind them up. You can put them in a blender. Oh, he's okay. Just, he says, and you know what else? I love bacon. If I, eat, <laughs> if I could eat bacon every day, I know I would be better. Do we eat bacon, too? <laughs> My kids love bacon. It's their favorite food. <laughs> That's funny. That is so funny. Ricky, you're so super cute. I can't even stand it. The first time you talked to him, it was on, uh, you did a show about rescue dogs, and you talked to him, and he was talking about his old owner in Mexico and how he used to give him lots of meat, and he loved to eat the meat, but it would give him a bad stomachache. Oh, my gosh, no way. How funny is that that he's still talking about meat? (laughs) That is so funny. (laughs) Probably it had, like, sauce on it in Mexico, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, and, you know, he was in a bad condition, so I'm sure it was probably, like, old meat. Oh, right. I think you should get him adjusted, too. Yeah. And the, the interesting thing is, I don't know, I don't know much about meat, but I think that, is is bacon a red meat, too? It's, I always find it so interesting, because some dogs will ask for, like, the white meats, they'll ask for, like, turkeys and chickens and stuff. And fish, and then other dogs are like, I like the red meat. And I kind of feel like our bodies, especially the animals' bodies, sort of know what they need. And there might be yep. something in that that he act, his body's actually craving that will actually make him better. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm give curious us a about his, his elbows buckling, though. That's interesting. I well, guess that could just that be, could be if he's yeah, if he's out of alignment in his shoulders or his hind end, that could happen. And if he's been, like, overcompensating, if he's been feeling strange in the back, then he could be overcompensating in the front. So I would definitely get him mm-hmm. adjusted and see if that helps. Okay. Yeah. Are you, me. are you local? Um, I'm in San Diego. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if I know anyone down there. I do have a lady down here because um, I had the three-legged dog I called in about tripod, and and uh, oh, right. you told me to get her adjusted, and and sure enough, that that did it. That one adjustment, and she was good oh, to go. Oh, beautiful! Do that with him. Too. Yeah, yeah, she did it. Right, she got a new new home. Call us back and give us an update. Okay, thank you so much. All right, thanks, Kim. Bye. Take care. Okay, now we're going to Rosie and Bimbo. You are on the air. Hi, Laura. Hi there, Rosie. How are you? I'm okay. I'm calling because I had to put my dog to sleep on Monday, my little Bimbo. Yes. (laughs) And I just want to know if she's okay. If she's with anybody, if she's mad at me for keeping her maybe a little bit longer than I should have. Oh. Okay, let's see. Um. Okay, Bimbo, talk to your mom. She's like a little, what would you say? She's like a little spaniel mix? Little black spaniel mix? Yes, I think that's what she was. I, I'm not sure. Everybody would ask me, what is she? I didn't know. I think she's just a little mud, but I got her when I turned 18. And I had her 18 years, and I'm just having a really hard time. Oh, my gosh, Rosie. Isn't that amazing when they see so much of our lives? 
It's I, the end yeah. of an era when they go because it's like we grow so much in that time. I've had yeah. that with cats that have passed away and I've had for so long and it's just like it's so sad when they yeah. go. Um but it's like so amazing too that we shared all that time with them. It's so yeah. precious. Yeah. Something you will cherish forever, you know? And that's yeah. like the coolest thing. And you had her for eighteen years, did you say? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh Almost eighteen years. I got so lucky. I keep telling Stormy, my Aussie, he's 14. I keep telling him, you got to live to be 18. <laughs> Four more years. Yeah. Okay, let's get bimbo. Yes. you got to tell my mom I'm super cool. She's going to love it here. Mom, there's water here. And you would love swimming. You would, like, dunk your head swimming. Do you swim? I actually don't. I can't even swim. <laughs> no way. She's telling me. But I, it's funny because when, when we had her the last day, we just kind of spent the day with her, and I just, I would keep telling her, you know, baby, you've got to go, you got to go, because we used to take her swimming all the time. I'm like, you're going to go swim. I would always call oh. her that. Oh, my gosh, so she's telling you that she's swimming and that you in heaven would love to swim. <laughs> that is so super cool, like she said. And mom also, there's cans of food here. And all I have to do is look at them and they open. <laughs> and then also what I do is hang out with this man. And he tickles me down my back. And he tickles my butt. And he says, little girl, I'll watch over you. Mm. He's really strong. He's also kind of a smart, patient man. Okay. And he says he's had to learn patience. And that it wasn't easy but he's getting it done. Do you know who that is? I have no idea, no. It could be like a grandparent or something or or like a family member. And Bimbo didn't necessarily need to have known them in a past life in order for them to be with her in heaven. Okay. He looks like a really strong, muscular man. but And mm-hmm. I want to say that he's more of like, um, like, like sort of like the World War Two era age because um, I kind of see him in like one of those old bathing suits. Okay. So um, it might be like a grandparent or something. Um, I have to ask my husband about that. I will. Okay. Oh, yeah, maybe it's like your husband's grandpa or dad or something. Okay. And she's not mad because we let her. We let her know, say, maybe. let's see. No, I'm not mad. I needed the time. I was like, Mom, I love you so much. I'm not sure I'm ready. But then when I got ready, I was ready fast. And I was like, Mom, you got to help me. And you were looking into my eyes. And I just knew it was the right thing. And I didn't question it. Mom, I can dance here. I can move my whole body and dance. You would be so proud of me. And I'm really friendly here. (laughs) And I'm making lots of friends with dogs and people. And I don't have any fears. So one of the most amazing things to me, right, is that she just passed away on Monday. And I yeah. always say they're like transitioning for three days and they feel really far away and you don't you may yeah. not necessarily like feel them that much on yeah. the other side, you know, for the three days. And like a lot of times, especially when they're really old, they just rest and like when I get in touch with them like four days later, they're like, Oh, I've been sleeping. I'm on a couch and I'm sleeping. What I think is so amazing about her is she's like swimming and dancing. <laughs> She's I think, like, yeah, 
you know, she couldn't do much at the end. So I think that's what it is, you know, and I'm telling you, the day that we were going to take her in, I mean, I laid with her in bed all day and I told her, you know, she's going to be running. She needed to let go. Oh, and so that's what she's telling you, too, is that she's doing all those things. She's like, I've had enough resting. I'm going to be, like, cruising around and moving on the other side. (laughs) Laura, I was going to ask you, you don't see her coming back to us, do you? I can ask her. It's a little bit too soon for her to know, but but I can ask her. But one of the things that everyone needs to know, right, about reincarnation, about seeing our pets again, whoever bimbo was in her life with us, right, will mm-hmm. always hold a consciousness. So you okay. will always feel her around when you think of her. You will be able to see her when you die. So okay. you definitely will meet her again. Now, after okay. reincarnation, it's like sometimes when we're so, like, we're so, we love them so much and we, like, want them to come back so bad and we feel so connected to them, sometimes when they get on the other side, you know, they kind of like it. It's kind okay. of a so they're not all dying to get back to us like we think okay. they would be. Like a okay. lot of people think, like, my animal's not going to be able to survive without me over there. It's not the case because they can feel us whenever they want. They can be in okay. that feeling of being with us. So, um, and also one of the things I did notice for, like, the animals and the people who want to come, who want to come back to one another, like, the people want their animal back. The animal wants to come back. The people who get their animal faster are the people who let it go and say, I trust in the process. When she's ready, she'll find me. Okay. The people who are, like, pushing in and looking on the on the computer all the time and, like, are so stressed up and, like, praying, please come back to me, please come back to me, it takes a lot longer for them. And it, it's really interesting. It's like the act of, like, grasping mm-hmm. makes it take longer. And I don't know why the universe works that way, but it's like if we can let it go and let it sort of flow and let us, like, let the divine nature of it all sort of manifest itself and sort of get out of the way, mm-hmm. they'll find their way back if it's meant to be. But if it okay. isn't meant to be, you'll see these miracle things and have these unbelievable, like, either sightings or feelings of them. And that can be a miracle in itself, like learning to trust that they're around you and experiencing that. But let's see what she says. It would be cool to come back one day. But right now, I'm settled. Okay. It's like I've gone to a new park. And I'm looking around, and I'm just not ready to go home yet. There's a lot to sniff here. (laughs) And I kind of feel like you're right behind me. No, like, serious. I I feel like you're still watching over me. That's really interesting, too. I don't know if I've actually heard them saying that. I might have, like, felt it. But it's an interesting concept of what she's saying. She feels like you're still watching over her. So there's a part of your um, your higher self that's connected on the other side that is still watching over her. That's pretty good. cool. <laughs> that's yeah. good. Thank you, Aww. Laura. Thank you I hope so it's easier. And I hope you start really feeling her around. And you should start feeling her around. Now and I'm hoping. I'm, I'm just waiting. Yeah. Remember, too, it's going to feel a little bit different. It might feel a little bit more like when she was a puppy. I mean, when oh, we had okay. her for 18 years and we're used to the last four or five years being pretty slow, sometimes yeah. we're going to feel them around. We think it's going to be really slow, but it might be really fast, like she feels like a puppy. I don't know if this is if it really happened or not. The day that my husband took her to the vet to go and get euthanized, I saw the clock and it was 5:27 p.m. and I heard a sniff next to me. And when he came home, I asked him, "What time did she pass?" And he said she passed at 5:26. So I don't know if that was her. I don't know if I'm going mad. I don't know if I'm just imagining it. No, you know it's her. You know it's her. 
it's so interesting <laughs> that we want to talk ourselves into almost that we're imagining it. Just like trust it and believe it. Like how else could that happen? Yeah, it was weird. Thank you, yeah. Lord. You don't know what you're giving me. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Rosie. Thank Be you. well. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, sweet little bimbo. You guys got to check out her picture. She's so cute. Um. Okay, and so now we are going to go to Denise with uh, Chelsea the dog. Hi, Denise. Are you there? I'm here. Hi, Laura. Thank you for taking my call. You are so we very have this welcome. Beautiful, bless your heart. We have this beautiful new puppy, and um, we have two older cats, and I didn't have pictures I could post of them. So they've been with the cats have been with us since they were kittens, and we've never had a dog. So they're not overly thrilled with me. And I'm trying to figure out ways to make it more harmonious so that everyone can coexist and not be stressed. Okay, so you have you have two cats, right? And what do the cats look like? Um, The first cat is Vader, and he's black. And the second one is Raja, and she's kind of a tortie. Oh, cute. And... um, and so what is the what is your dog doing to the cat? She is she wants to be friends with them. So she knows enough, you know, they've hissed at her enough and swatted at her enough that she knows that they don't want to be friends with her yet, but she doesn't keep trying. She doesn't stop trying. So I'm trying to figure out if the cats understand why we got the dog, if that would help a little bit. Okay. So because we got the dog as a therapy dog for my son because he had an aneurysm in two strokes last year. So I'm thinking maybe if they knew that the dog was here not to terrorize them but to help the family, maybe that would help. Yeah, how old is your son? He is 23. Oh, okay. And, and so he's doing this, really you well. Post, you go oh, good. That's good to hear. And you posted Chelsea's picture on Facebook, right? And she is she yes. like the teeny tiny puppy with the black with the white chest? Yes, yes. And the white little chin. Oh my gosh, she's just a baby, yes. baby. She is a baby. She's cute. And that looks. She looks like she's younger than four months old in this picture. Is this an older picture? Yeah, I probably took it um, three or four weeks ago. So she may have been oh, three months my- old when I took that one. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, I'm going to get a hold of the cats first. Okay. Okay, let's get them. The tortie says, I don't like her at all. (laughs) She's really scaring me. Oh. And she poked my right hip and it hurt. Okay. Your black cat said she doesn't mind her so much. But she doesn't pay attention that much. That's true. He 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 kind of ignores her. Okay. But I kind of like her. He says she's kind of fun to watch. She trips a lot when she walks. She does. <laughs> she does. Oh, that's funny. So Raja says she thinks that she's stupid. So what's oh. happening? I'm going to tell your kitty. What's happening with um, Chelsea is that Chelsea's just a baby. So she doesn't really quite know about animal behavior yet. She doesn't know how to communicate cat or communicate dog. And so she's going to learn that over time. And so it's up to you guys just to be patient. And you can swat at her and hiss at her and tell her that she has to be respectful. Mom and dad and your brother can help with that and help with teaching Chelsea to to walk away when they hiss at her, swat at her, um, and or turn away from her and walk away, and then to get, get Chelsea to walk away too. And it's just going to take time. And then also I'm going to tell them that, do you guys know that she's a therapy dog and she's really going to help your brother? We, they said, I think we help our brother. <laughs> they do. They do. They're very sweet. 
She can't really do anything we can't do. But later on, she will. Like, are you going to teach her things? Are you going to teach her to, um, are you going to teach her to, like, open things? And does your... Yeah, so fortunately, we don't need any of that because everything's good on the mobility and the speech and everything. But she goes on long walks with them, and she's out in the yard with them, and so she likes to be outside a lot. And the cats aren't they? They don't like to be outside as much anymore. Because she's out there. Yeah. Well, no, just because just because they're older, I think they're oh. just not as prone to go outside the way they used to. Okay. Why is she better than us? Because she can go more places with him. And she's going to be able to take long walks with him. She can go into stores with him. She can go in the car with him. She can just do more things with him. Can you tell her not to run after us? I can try. Yeah, that is definitely, you should definitely teach her to leave it. Very, very important. The other thing that yep. would really help with her is if you could get her into like a doggy daycare and get her get her to really be around lots of other dogs. The more she's okay. around other dogs, the faster she's going to learn animal like animal behavior and how to communicate, and she's going to be able to read them better. Because right now she says things to them and they don't they or they say things to her like leave me alone or back off, and she doesn't get it. She's too young, but. Other puppies can teach her that better than us humans. Okay. So it'd she, be really She is in good. class. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's let's ask her if she knows that she's a therapy dog. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know I'm really special. I was born special. You can even tell by the way I walk. I walk with special written on me. Oh, my gosh. Well, she's confident. Jeez. I must be the Australian shepherd in her. Isn't that funny? Yeah. She really believes that, too. Yeah. And so you got to leave the kitties alone, okay? They don't want to play. That's right. They don't want to play. Good girl for noticing. So when you notice they don't want to play, you back away. I'll lie down and roll to them. Okay, if you do it gently, don't touch them, though. I want to lie down with them. Don't put my mouth on them. I'm not supposed to put my mouth on them. That's good, Chelsea. Is that true? Has she been putting her mouth on them? Um, well, I wonder now. I, I don't think so, but we definitely tell her to, to back away from them and to stay. You know, we make her sit and stay and down and all of that when she gets too close to them. Oh, good. And she likes, to, she likes to nip a lot. So they may be, you know, she may be knowing that she's too nippy right now. She's too nippy with humans and people. So, I mean, yeah. and, you know. You know who is your best trainer? Other dogs. Get her in doggy daycare. Get her to the dog okay. park. Yeah, they'll okay. teach, they'll teach her that way faster than we can teach her that. Okay. I believe in dog training though too. I don't want to say I don't believe in dog training, <laughs> but but for some things, other dogs are really helpful. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you gotta call us back and let us know how they're doing. It'll be so interesting as she grows. Like in a couple of months, call us back and we'll see what else she has to say about being a therapy dog. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. You be nice to your Thank kitty. You. Okay. Thank you. Uh, All right. Thanks bye. Thanks very Amy. much. Bye-bye. The smart little thing, that little dog. Okay. And so now we are going to take Rhea with Xena the Pitbull. Rhea, Hello. you're on the air. Laura? Rhea? Yeah. Hi, how are you? Thank you, everyone there, for taking the call. So what's going on? Um, I've taken Zena to every vet possible and changed her diet so many times, ointments and everything. And she scratches herself and bites herself until she bleeds. And it's all over her paws, her eyes, her ears, and her abdomen, and her legs. Oh, 
like picking up on stress or if she's seeing something because she looks at things and I don't see anything there. So I don't know if it's something around or if it's something she's eating. Gosh, I see her little picture on Facebook and she's all red everywhere. Yeah, her eyes get crusted up. And have you tried the raw food diet? I've tried just like regular meats, like from the store, but I don't know how good that is with, you know, hormones or anything. Yeah, you should see if you could feed her like Stella and Chewy's or Primal. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's more costly, a lot more costly. We're thehonestkitchen.com. That's a little less costly. Thehonestkitchen.com. Because mm-hmm. they have a really good results with these issues. It's possible, and now I'm not a medical intuitive and I'm not a vet, but it's possible mm-hmm. this is vaccine-induced. Okay. It could be that she's had a, um allergic reaction to some of the vaccines and it's taking this long to filter out. Okay. So I would refrain from vaccinating her for a while or doing yeah. any type of topical or oral flea treatment. And um, have you found a holistic vet that will help you detox her body? I think I need to because he just wanted to keep giving her antibiotics, but he said it would eventually ruin her gastrointestinal tract. Yeah, yeah, I would find a good... Where do you live? Brooklyn, New York. We live in New York. Um, I don't know if I know somebody there, but I'm sure that you could kind of ask around about okay. um, a good holistic vet in uh, in the city, and and um, I would take her and get a second opinion. But I, as, as much as you could do raw and stay away from commercial food, the better. I have seen raw food cure this. Really? Um. Yes, I have. No more shots and allergy meds because that only decreases the immune system and it will make her worse later. So, um, but let's get her and see how she's feeling. And then also I'm a huge fan of chiropractic. That can help also. But if you find a good holistic vet, maybe they do that also and you could do it all in one session. Okay. Um, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Okay. Let's get her and see how she's feeling. This sweet little pity. She's so sweet. She's like a human up on everything. Oh, I can tell I was just not feeling so good. And you're going to get over this, okay? I want you to know that. You're going to get over this. Um, okay. Zena, you ready? It's your turn. What do you want to say about how you're feeling? I kind of feel not good. Oh. I feel hot all the time. Yes. And I feel a little irritable. And it's so hard for me to pay attention. And I want to learn, but trying to learn is really hard. Like my brain crashes. And then I want to rubber itch. Do you know what's making you feel like this, honey? I'm not sure. But I do know I want it to go away. Please help me. I need help. You know what? Um, Deanna and Kendra, the the ladies that answer your calls, they went on and they found a veterinarian for you. Really? Well, they're amazing. <laughs> yes. So I am going to post it under um, Zena's picture on Facebook. Okay. Okay, so I just posted it there so that you maybe you can try them out. They have a lot of reviews, and they're, they sound to be really awesome. Okay, like you found a vet already so quick. Maybe this new vet is going to help you. So listen, this is one of the things I want all of you to think about when your animal is sick or has a behavioral problem or something. What can happen is us humans and the animals as well, can get stuck into this, like, um, we can get stuck into this, um, like, mind frame of, like, oh, my God, you look so terrible. Like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for you. Like, oh, my goodness, like, you must be so sore. And these things go over in our head over and over. And I'm sure that when people see Zena, 
they might even say that to you on the street or your friends might yeah. say it to you. And so what's really important is that you're armed with something really positive to replace the negative with. And so I like affirmations like my body's well balanced and healthy, like my skin feels cool. But I always make up these affirmations and nobody can make them up better than the animals. So I want to ask Zena, what would she like to say to herself? And what would she like you to say to her when she's at her worst and she wants to feel good? Like, what's her vision of health? Like, what does she imagine health to be? Okay, Zena, tell us. What do you think? I would like to say I am wonderful. I would like to say that I see with my body. What do you mean that you see with your body? Right now I itch with my body. My body takes all my concentration. So I want to see with my body. Maybe feel like comfortable in your body. I want to feel pure in my body. Could she be picking up on, like, sorry, negative energy, maybe? Is there, like, some energy around her that she's picking up on, like, stress, or is she seeing something? Because I've tried everything, you know? Yes, that is possible. But I don't want to get too much into, like, oh, my gosh, it's the negative energy. Oh, my gosh, it's the spirit. Whatever it is. We have to focus only on health, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like all those things. If your vision of health is strong enough and you believe that she can get better, she mm-hmm. will get better. And sometimes what happens is they get better, like they don't necessarily only get better because of positive thought, but the positive thought actually will then draw in everything you need in order for her to get better. So then you're saying all these positive thoughts. Somebody tells you about a good diet and you actually feel confident enough to do it. Or somebody tells you about a good vet, like this happens now, and then you feel confident to go do it. And you feel secure with your vet that that he's going to help you. And so then that mindset brings in everything that you need. And then you have to act on those things that are brought in to help her heal and get better and constantly be thankful. Like, thank you to the vet for helping us figure this out. You know, thank you to my friends who are holding her in positive energy. And just really, when people come up and they say, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? Yeah. All you say to them is, oh, she's getting so much better. She's getting so much better. Like, don't get into the story of, oh, my poor dog. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, she's getting so much better. We're, we just found a great new vet. You know, and just sort of focus on those things. Right, Dina? What else do you want to say? I have love all around me. And I've got great people who love me. My body is healing itself. I'm a wonder dog, too. So, right, I feel comfortable in my body. I'm going to write them down underneath her picture. Um, My body is pure. I feel cool, cool wind on my body. I have people who love me. I'm blessed to be me. And you can say that. And I'm healthy. And you have to let us know how she does. I will. Thank you so much. That's what I have to do. I have to be positive because I haven't done the best at that. Yeah, and it's so easy to get in that negative mind frame. And just if if that happens, you just sort of notice it, right, and say, oh, gosh, we're getting negative again. Oh, goodness. Got to be positive and then, like, make songs to it. Like, I used to sing when my cat was sick, I would make songs to how to him getting better. Okay, okay, we're just about to we're just about to end the show, but Thank everyone Thank you so much. 
Oh, you're welcome. You. So everyone, I want you to all think about Zena and think positive things for her. And I want you to talk to your animals and uh, tune into my website, which is thepetpsychic.com, um, for more news about uh, my work. And also like us on Facebook, Pet Psychic Radio. And thanks, everybody, for joining with us today. Talk to the animals. Thank you. She can talk to the animals.